welcome back welcome back welcome back welcome back i just want to say thank you for being so dedicated to me so dedicated to this podcast thank you thank you thank you in advance for stopping what you're doing and leaving a review this is a way for you to connect with me and let me know jazz that was a word because believe it or not i still need to hear that i am on your street okay doesn't mean that i'm gonna stop giving you this word because i'm telling you this thing is not a me thing it is a god thing and me sharing it with you is literally an answered prayer Today's episode is titled War Ready because if you've been on this journey with us, then you know the only way to be ready is to stay ready. We're fighting a war against an unseen enemy, so we have to fight differently. Prayer, of course, being the weapon of choice. The purpose of today's message is to get your mind wrapped around creating a space where there are no interruptions, just you and God. Now, the pandemic, the pandemic with no STEMI, okay, the pandemic has really blessed some of y'all lives. More than ever before, people are working from home and surveys show that some think this is the best thing ever. In fact, research shows that on average, those who work from home spend less time being unproductive, work more days a week, and are 47% more productive than their coworkers. Even with that being said, somebody right now is at home listening to this podcast while at work. And all I can say is more power to you. But I don't know if I was a part of that 47%. In fact, I know that I am a part of the 53% who needs that structured environment that is distraction free in order to boost productivity at work. I don't know. It's something about my work routine, about getting up and having time to prepare for my day in the morning and drive to work either in silence or listening to a word and picking the right music to check my emails to. OK, it's just something about that that helps me center and get ready for work. When I was working from home, I found myself eating lunch by 930 a.m. and one o'clock out by 1153. Oddly specific, but I had my days. All I'm saying is that I need an environment conducive to the work that I'm doing and home, it just produces relaxation for me. I know the same is true for our prayer lives. Some of us are setting ourselves up for failure by not making the right provisions to be successful in our prayer lives. So I wanted to tell someone today, I don't know if this is your word, maybe it's your word, maybe it's a word you're going to pass along, but but today I want to let you know that strength comes from God and we can only be strengthened by spending time with him. Jesus shows us many times in scripture how important it is to have a distraction-free environment. And like I mentioned in last week's episode, there are so many different versions of the Bible readily available to you that if you do not understand and you are not making a way to understand, that you are just simply not trying to understand. I will be reading Luke chapter 5 verse 16 out of three different versions of the Bible out of the NIV, the NLT, and the ESV version. The NIV version says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. The NLT version says, but Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. The ESV version says, but he withdrew to desolate places to pray. And after reading all three versions, the adjective to describe the place where Jesus went was different. In the first one, we heard lonely, meaning without companions, solitary. In the second translation, we heard wilderness, which means an uncultivated, uninhabited, and inhospitable region. In the third translation, we heard desolate, which means deserted of people and in a state of bleak and dismal emptiness. 
Out of all three of these definitions, what I gathered is that we have to be willing to go to the lonely, wild, and desolate parts of our lives and pray from there in order to fill the void that we have. Temporary and quick fixes just won't do. Especially when you've come to a certain level of intimacy with God, you will begin to want more. Matthew chapter 6 verse 6 says, But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. What this is telling me is that many things will fight for our attention. But just like Jesus, we must make time to withdraw from distractions and pray. So I wanted to leave you with some ways that a prayer closet can help us stay ready for war. Scripture tells us in Colossians chapter 4 verse 2 to devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Scripture also tells us that we are to pray continually and be faithful in prayer in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and 7. And we have to be real with ourselves and say, how often right now do we pray? It's probably not as much as we should or would like to. And one of my motivating factors is for the next generation. And scripture also tells us that we should pray for the future of us, our children, and our land. And I don't know about you, but I need my children to live in a God-fearing world, one that is not opposed to or afraid of kingdom building. Jesus taught that prayer should be a private communication with God. If you only pray when others are watching, your real audience is not God. So back when going to physical church was a thing for all people and everybody was in the sanctuary, I would actually pray and ask God to remove the other people so that I feel like it's only me and him while I'm praying. But I have to be real and ask how many of us are still asking for things that God has already given us out of routine prayer. My Bible reminds me that saying the same words over and over is no way to ensure that God hears us. God encourages persistent prayer, but he condemns shallow repetition. So before you pray, make sure you mean what you say. And a way for me to make sure that I mean what I say is to keep a journal in my prayer closet. This journal that's in my prayer closet is reminding me of the prayers that are answered and unanswered. And what I realize is that the unanswered prayers are actually answered. It just didn't come in a way that I wanted it to come. A takeaway from today is that you may not be able to create a physical prayer closet or a new space to pray. But wherever you decide, make sure it's distraction free. Make sure that your heart is dedicated, your ears are motivated, and the Holy Spirit is activated. God will surely be there. With something to think about, Luke chapter 22 verses 39 through 46 tells a story where Jesus not only prays in solitude, but his friends are there to witness and pray so hard and sincerely that his sweat resembles blood. And I just want to ask you, how are you being a living testimony of powerful prayer? The goal for today is to create a prayer closet. Once you create your prayer closet, I really want you to send me some pictures so that once I get back on the socials, I am able to see it. I want you to leave me a review and tell me where you created your space and what it looks like and what are some tools that you put in there to help you stay distraction free and aligned to being intimate with God.